Well, hello there, and welcome to the All of Life podcast. This morning's proverb is Proverb 29:18. It's a commonly known proverb and a very often misappropriated one. Let me read it for us. Where there is no vision, the people perish, but blessed is he who keeps the law. Proverbs 29:18. This uh, often misappropriated scripture misused, mishandled scripture. It's not meant to serve as a, a little footnote to the latest leadership lessons. It's not meant to, um, to be used by the vision-casting gurus and, uh, and, and used to help us mobilize our volunteer dream teams. This, this sort of a secular, modern um, you know, church assimilation programs very often uses this uh, this Proverbs 29 verse 18 as sort of a justification for for um, all that they do in in their various church growth strategies but this is not what this proverb is about this proverb is about the leadership the Levitical or the ministerial leadership over the people and it's essentially saying that um, when a people's ministers or for the ancient um, Israelites, this would have been the Levites who were tasked with teaching the law of God, when a people's ministers either will not or cannot teach the whole, that is the entirety of God's word and his law, then the people underneath those particular ministers, the people of that community are going to run amok and make a mess of their community. And this, of course, is true of a church, for, for the Bible has much to say about how to operate and how to live inside of a church. It's also true for a town or even for a nation as a whole. The ministers of a nation or a town or of a, of a people, of a church, the ministers have to do all that they possibly can to avoid, first of all, ignorance of God's word. And then secondly, they have to maintain the courage to preach all of God's word. Um, ignorance of God's word, especially among those who are trained and who are called by God to teach it, ignorance among the ministers of the church, ignorance among the clergy, is an incredibly deadly sin. And it not only costs the uh, people, but it costs the minister as well, who is held to a higher standard according to scripture. Um, the sin of ignorance of God's word among his ministers has a long-lasting and destructive effect on whatever community they're leading in. But then, you know, sometimes, and you know, I've uh, seen this with my own two eyes, there are ministers who know the Scripture and, um, and are equipped and able to teach, but they are afraid. Uh, they haven't maintained the courage to teach it and to teach all of it. They uh, could be kowtowed and, and pressured by the deacon's wives, or they're afraid of losing their job. They're afraid of being shuffled off to their, to their next gig, and they, and they have a wife uh, to care for, and they have children to feed. So in order to maintain the courage to teach the Word of God, a minister has to be quite vigilant and uh, strategic as well. Um, this is going to require for the minister to reject in his own heart that constant need for affirmation. Uh, for ministers, that comes either in the form of fame, or like audience size, or in money, or the security and the safety that comes along with the money in a, a decent and a consistent paycheck. The minister is going to have to constantly reject the common demand on him 
by his own colleagues, in fact, to grow an audience. Um, very oftentimes, ministers are pressured by uh, businessmen, especially, uh, especially those of certain socioeconomic backgrounds. They're pressured to grow an audience to make sure they grow a, a large ministry using debt as leverage. Um, in, in, in this day and age, honestly, one of the techniques that the church growth strategy uses to grow large audiences is by um, leveraging debt to provide um, vast consumer services to basically appease uh, all of the various audience members coming to church on a Sunday morning. But when a uh, minister has hanging over his head a mortgage or a, a big debt or any other pressures, it's going to strip away his courage to be able to speak the truth of God plainly. Nothing will silence a prophet like having a huge debt to pay or massive overhead to meet monthly. And ministers must do all they can to ensure they can openly and honestly teach the whole truth of God's word without compromise. They have to remember that their calling is from the Lord and it is not from man. The congregation does not determine the content of the sermons. And the right and privileges and the freedom to teach the whole counsel of God must be protected and must be fought for. You think of John the Baptist out in the wilderness wearing camel skin and eating locusts, dipping them in honey. This was not because he enjoyed locusts. It's because the religious establishment of his day would not give him a paycheck, not unless he compromised. And so in order to keep first things first and to protect that higher calling that he had, he moved out into the wilderness and learned to live off of locusts and a little bit of honey. Um, he ate locusts because he'd rather reach the truth, preach the truth, than receive his accreditation and paycheck from the apostate establishment. An establishment, like many establishments, that would have certainly shushed him and taken away from him his freedom to be a prophet. Uh, blessed are the people who insist that their ministers be knowledgeable in the word and remain faithful to perform their duty, even in the face of opposition, even in the face of shrinking audience size or public pressure. And cursed are the people who flinch and resist against prophetic ministry and who continue to sit under ignorant ministers. They will reap what they sow. They will receive precisely what they want, accommodations and compromises with their deadly idols. Like the proverb says, where there is no vision, that is where the ministers, the Levitical uh, teachers of the people are not presenting the way and the truth and the statutes of God's word to show people how to live into the future, those particular people will be, begin to wander from the path and to perish. Blessed is he who keeps the law. Blessed is he who sits under the teaching of the law, especially the uncompromised teaching of the law, and cursed are those who sit under cowards and silenced ministers. And uh, I personally just want to say to my church, I'm uh, incredibly thankful that I have the freedom and the privilege to study God's Word and do all I can to bless you with the whole counsel of it. And I know sometimes it can be difficult, but I, um, you know, I'm very thankful for the patience and the freedom that I'm granted day in and day out. 
Um, that's it for this morning. I'm uh, Brandon Neely. If you'd like to ask me a question or contact me, you can look me up on Facebook at uh, Brandon Neely. It's N-E-A-L-Y. Or you can email me at Brandon Neely, B-R-A-N-D-O-N-N-E-A-L-Y at gmail.com. Thanks and have a great day.